All right, buddies, you're about to listen to a live taping of the Mostly Harmless podcast recorded in front of a studio audience at Mutiny Information Cafe on Thursday, June 11th. It was a, uh, you know, a rainy, stormy night. The streets were flooded. One of the cool things about this episode is you can hear the rain in the background. You can hear the streets. You can hear the sirens. Um, It provides for a cool effect that we haven't been able to have on any of the other shows. Thanks to all the guests for um, having a great time. Special thanks to our sponsors of Ratio Beer Works for the free keg. Special thanks to Mutiny Information Cafe and Matt and Jim for letting us run this three-ring circus out of there. And uh, thanks to you guys for coming out, participating, or listening to afterwards. Uh, this episode is about how I'm going to spend my summer vacation and how I have in the past. Uh, just a little note. Um, I'm going to Thailand July 1st, and uh, I'm still a little short on fundage. Um, I'm, so we, we have a pre-order for some new Mostly Harmless t-shirts. We did a Kickstarter. We're going to do a pre-order for those shirts as well to help me raise this last two or $300 I need. Uh, you can find those in the store at MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. Um, if you like the show, if you're entertained, whatnot, please go over there check it out. We're going to have uh, beer koozies, pint glasses, postcards, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, yada, yada, yada. Let me know. Uh, let me know what you think and let me know what else we're missing. And maybe we can throw up another pre-order for anything else. And without any further ado, let's, uh, let's cue the theme song, buddies. Uh, hello, friends. Uh, welcome to this uh, beautiful day and this uh, wonderful... Um, uh, I, I, I can't even find the words to describe this beautifulness going on outside. Um, did you guys see the flooding out there in the streets? It's pretty awesome. Uh, but hello, friends. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Podcast live episode taping thing. i got to find a shorter name for that because that's a mouthful. Um, we're here on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday evening. Our good buddies at Two Cow Garage are going to be playing across the street here in a little bit. So thank you for coming out and doing this early so I don't miss the show I really want to go to later. Um, I didn't prepare very well. That's why I'm drinking. You know, th- that's how it works, right, Corey? Just drink it, then you're ready. No, so uh, in about three weeks, I'm going on a trip to Thailand. Um, I've never been out of the country. Just got my first passport. It's actually a quite beautiful photo. The day I went and got my passport uh, photo taken was 420. Um, police officers everywhere at the post office, uh, drug dogs everywhere. It was quite a wonderful experience. It really was. It was fascinating. But no, so I'm going on this, this trip of a lifetime. And so I was like, what are we going to call, what are, what are we going to chat about on this week's episode, this month's episode of the live show? And I'm like, let's talk about, uh, oh, and there's also going to be a new vacation movie. You guys know Vacation National Lampoons? They're gonna make a new movie starring Ed fucking Helms, everybody. So let's. Uh, so today we're gonna we're gonna have our our wonderful guests. We're gonna talk about vacations. Maybe they'll give me some tips on how to survive out there in the world. But uh, one thing I find very concerning. Um, every every time I mention I'm going to Thailand, all my friends are immediately like, "Are you going over there to fuck a lady boy?" <laughs> like Jesus Christ, guys. Do I look like the kind of person that would go to a prostitute? Shut up. 
More importantly, do I look like the kind of person that would get a ladyboy prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lisa. Um, but no, so I'm going on this trip of a lifetime. I've never been out of the country, and today we're going to talk about our, our awkward, awesome summer trips. Um, I've been all around the country. I've been fortunate enough to tour with several bands and musicians and people like uh, these two fine young gentlemen that are going to be joining us here in a moment. Sour Boy, Bitter Girl. We did about a three-day stint. Wasn't long enough. Wasn't long enough. We actually, uh, they spent the night in my apartment. The three of us got really, 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 really drunk on an assortment of uh, hard liquor. Um, I think my favorite combination of the night was gin and like really bad pineapple juice. We watched uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower on Blu-ray because that's the only way to experience that movie. And all three of us sat in completely separate corners of the house and just weeped passionately as the movie went on. Um, one of the best bonding experiences ever. And then after that, I went on a five-week tour with Arliss Nancy. But still, I've never been on a real like adventure like we're going to on Thailand. Um, I still haven't paid for the trip yet, so if you guys are enjoying these delicious free ratio beers, throw some money in that tip jar. I got some t-shirts over here for sale. Whatever, if not, it's cool. Um, but I'm going to quit rambling because we have all these other wonderful guests who are going to ramble today as well. But again, the theme today, uh, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, it was my favorite Tiny Toons adventure movie. I spent my summer vacation. But uh, let's bring up our first guest today. It's uh, my dear friend Corey Healy over here, everybody. He's a comedian <laughs> of sorts. I guess you're funny. Mr. Clean. Uh, yeah, that's, that's original. Have you ever been called that before? <laughs> you know, I haven't. I've just called a bunch of people that before, oh. so that's how I know how unoriginal it when, is. When did you lose your hair? Uh, you, like you still have some. I've got I've got enough that like when all you've got to do is like spread something over your head in a couple of years and hair will be there. People won't even know that I was bald before. They think it was like a choice. It's a good look for you though. So I'm gonna just ride that for a while. I yeah, used to wear hats a lot. Yeah. But then uh, hat wearers in the summer, you're gonna Listen. get that tan line across the middle of your forehead. So prepare, prepare, my friend. I love to bring up visuals during podcasts. By the way. Yeah. Uh, your listeners are going to love this. Let me quickly just describe wait, wait, wait. the, the motif in here. You assume I have listeners? <laughs> What's that? You assume I have listeners? I think you do have listeners. I've listened to your podcast. Has anyone else ever listened to this podcast? You have at least two listeners, everybody. Give it up for Damien. Crushing it. That was more like four. Crushing it. That's still the multiple of listener. You're doing it. You're doing speaking it. of podcasts, you host a podcast. I do. I, I'm the host of These Things Matter. It's a killer. Yeah. I'm Taylor Gonda, actually, everybody. We've been faking this for years. Uh, my podcast is called Welcome to Denver. I, uh, I asked you to be on it, and we haven't done that yet. Yeah, we got to make that happen. But we'll make it happen. Uh, let's just release this over both of our podcasts. It'll, no. be, it'll be a really way, a good way for me to get the week off. What's your favorite part about Denver? The weed? Thank you for moving here and driving up my property. Uh, <laughs> Prices. I don't own anything. But You're thank welcome. You for driving on my rent. Part of the problem, everybody. Part of the problem. Uh, my favorite part is that uh, you guys have just accepted me so well, guys. Oh, jeez. This whole city, just open arms. Well, while talking about your podcast, though, you you won a Westward Award, best podcast. Thank you. Yes, I did. Yeah. How's that? How's it feel to be a, a an award winner? I like to be reminded of it all the time. Yeah. Like. And I'm not being sarcastic here. If anyone could just bring it up more often in conversations with me well, my, around my family, well, that'd be huge. Didn't you once tell me that like, this stupid little show here was hugely inspirational for Welcome to Denver? 
Hugely is a word I okay. probably didn't use. Well, but I'm do I drunk. think mostly harmless fucking rules? I do. After that brief applause I was expecting, I'll explain further. Okay. You hold people accountable for things that other podcast hosts might not do. Well, you got to find the story. Yeah. Now, I'm not looking to throw anyone under the bus that maybe you already threw them under. I just really appreciate that about you. Uh, yeah. And uh, the first time that we met, uh, except for the first time you didn't remember, so the second oh, time no. we met, um, you big-leagued me in a hilarious way. And I can respect someone that just randomly kind of big leagues people. I'm into that. I don't even know what that means. What does uh, that mean? As I pour a beer. It, it's just like it kind of like just treated the dude just barely like shit, but not enough to like raise uh, an alarm. And yeah. like that's how my big brother treated me. So like, man, I was just like, I'm going to win this guy over in spite of me. All, all my best friends say that they hated me when they first met me. So there you yeah, go. that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, so, so we, t we were talking podcast and mutiny information cafe where we are and both host, both, both host shows. And, and you were like, Eric Henderson introduced us. It was the show he was on after this. And you go, uh, oh, you have a podcast. Uh, what's it like? And I didn't have an answer because I, I don't like to compare myself to people. Uh, so I didn't, I was just like, well, you know, it's just like, it's, I just do it. And then I go, what's yours like? Or no, 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 I wouldn't say that because I've listened. You go, mine's like Adam Caton Hollins. I know I was really drunk that night, too. But yeah, 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 yeah. And then you walked away. <laughs> it was hilarious. And I was awesome. like, this is the kind of guy I want to be buds with. So I awesome. can hold him to the flame like he would and, someone else the time he big leaked me. And you're doing it now. I'm doing it. It's Thank on you. record now, this everybody. This wasn't planned, was it? No, no, you just asked. Yeah, I know. You just asked. I'm a dick. But yeah, yeah, highly inspirational, guys. Not hugely, but highly inspirational yeah. is mostly harmless. Well, and I was going to make a joke to where, you know, if I influenced your show, then part of that Westward Award might be mine. But I guess that's more big ligging there, huh? It's I'll give you the second W in Westward, all right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, like that's I'm more W's than I've got right now. Deal. I'll cut the W out of my award. Which is actually just a, uh, a piece of printed U.S. plane paper. <laughs> That's anyway. But I'm the winner, guys. The champion. We're, we we should. We're not the only two guests on the show. We should bring up everybody else. And there's we more can, people. Then we can right. argue. Um, our next guest. She works at uh, Johnny's Tattoo in Thornton. I've never been up there because you guys are in the burbs. I don't go to the fucking burbs. Um, the lovely Miss Jen here today. Uh, please make sure you check out her awesome skateboards here. She's going to be our artist guest of the day. Yeah, whichever one. It doesn't really matter. This is a punk rock talk show. Nothing is really that professional. I'm not nearly as confident as this guy. Well, so. that's okay. <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> it's okay. We got beer. Let's drink some more beers. Yeah, beer is good. So, and stuff. So, Jen, you work at Johnny's Tattoo. Yes. Tattoo work. Yes, tattoo I'm a life. Tattoo artist, you make yes. awesome skateboards. Thank you. I love them. <laughs> you're, you're actually the only person on the show I don't know until today, so it's kind of I don't have any weird banter where I want to hold things against you, where that's I'm secretly, you know, I'm secretly jealous that you won that award <laughs> and not me, and that's what we're talking about here today. I'm glad you don't know much about me. <laughs> These so you've got a needle <laughs> issue. What, what are your hopes and dreams there, Jen? Um, I don't know. I really, I've, well, I moved I've got to turn Denver. your microphone up because you're quiet. <laughs> I'm very quiet. I can hold it closer. I moved to Denver in hopes of finding a shop that wasn't horrible to work at, because most of the time they're pretty uh, 
really stressful and dramatic. And I found Johnny, and I love it. I've been there for almost five years. Oh, sweet. I can't blame you for raising uh, property prices then. Because you've been <laughs> here for five years. So when I'd like to add, I've only been here for two years, so I don't have much of a talk. <laughs> when tattoo artists spend a certain amount of time at their business, um, like in some places, you would get like a gold watch for a certain period of time. <laughs> What do you guys get? <laughs> Come on, you uh, uh, More tattoos. Oh, nice. <laughs> Johnny tattoos me, and it's a, it's a good trade. I like hey, it. <laughs> how, how does one decide one day they're going to start tattooing, Jen? Um, I guess it was a, a lot of things. Um, you know, when I was younger, my, my uncle did it out of his house, you know, and you're always like, oh, that's so cool. And then when you learn about it, you're like, that's disgusting. You, sh that's you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have but a tax ID number. <laughs> But you know, I always thought it was like an unobtainable goal, you know, and then I remember hearing someone I went to high school with and he was all, I'm going to be a tattoo artist. And I was like, well, if he can do it, then I can do it. So I'm going to go do that. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. What's he doing <laughs> yeah. currently? Well, what sucked about that is I eventually dated him. Yeah, he turned out to be a huge asshole. He yeah. was doing construction and then quit construction and sells life insurance. <laughs> yeah, he's not even a tattoo Weird. artist. <laughs> no, he, uh, didn't, he didn't reach his goal at You all. won. I did. I totally won. <laughs> well, let's uh, bring up these last two wonderful, fine young gentlemen. Uh, well, maybe, maybe we'll just bring up the one and not the other. Now, let's bring up uh, Sour Boy Bitter Girl, everybody. This is Benjamin. Benjamin Butt Ice. He's never heard that before in his life. That's clever. Butt Ice. Yeah. Boutis? I don't, uh, I prefer not to say my last name. Okay. <laughs> Benjamin Off Sour the grid. Boy. And then Alex Bailey. You got it. I've never used a mic before. That's never? A, that's a lie. You're in a band. You've never <laughs> yeah. used a mic? It seemed like a cool thing to say. Yeah. Hold it ring announcer style. <laughs> that's how you really have a good time. I want to, can I see your spin? get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Two? Your yeah, there you, go. there you go. There you go. Now I can hear you. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to turn up your mic. Mine. So, <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about Perks of Being a Wallflower, guys. That was a fun night, right? Yeah. It was a fun night. I well, was we were all crying. I don't know if I would call yeah. it fun, really. Oh, but we're crying together. Yeah, that was my first experience with you. Oh, God. Like, yeah. That was my first experience was with crying. So let's compare first experiences. Was I a huge asshole to you? You seemed really sensitive. Oh. <laughs> on account of the crying, Since I on imagine. On account of the crying. <laughs> oh. Sometimes you gotta spend a night with a teddy bear before you know it's yours, you know? Ooh. <laughs> you know? Ben, did you think I was an asshole the first time you met me? I don't really remember when the first time yeah, I met you was. I, think, we're I think it was in my living room. Probably. Probably. You probably you woke me up. I was probably sleeping in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have traveled all over the world. You guys have done a lot of cool things. Not the world. What? What well, was North I Korea mean, like? North Korea? <laughs> I mean, it was fun. They're all like, oh, you're kind of tall. They're more welcoming than they, than they tell you. Would they think I'm tall? Or Maybe. I'd be like average. Above average. Above average. That would be nice. Alex, Alex wants to buy the Brown Palace Hotel yeah. you discovered today. Yeah. Hell yeah. We were talking about how if I had lots and lots of money, I would just have a permanent room there. And then BJ, Benjamin, whatever he wants to be called, uh, he's like, that's a stupid, horrible idea. You, you always have these bad ideas. Why not just have a cool apartment? And then so that progressed to, I'll just buy the Brown Palace. It'll be one huge apartment. Dreams last for so long, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dreams last for so long. Yeah. By the uh, way, I only talk in 90s uh, alternative music references. Okay. Yeah. 
That's just a thing I do. Never mind. Uh, Let's get plugs out of the way before I get drunk and forget (laughs) to do them later. You guys have a ton of shows coming up. Uh, You played a show last night. You're playing this show tonight. Yeah. You have Lion's Lair. Anyway, you tell it. I don't. Lion's Lair tomorrow, and then the Aggie in Fort Collins with Two Cow tomorrow, or day after tomorrow. I don't know how days work or numbers either. (laughs) Hey, for those who have just came into the back room, there's beer right here. If you would like to uh, participate in some of that beverages, I'm looking at you, Frank. Ryan looks like Carmen San Diego. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to see that man's genitals today. Oh. <laughs> something. Uh, something. Jen, you're at Johnny's Tattoo. Do you have anything else coming up? Tattoo, shows, art. Where can people buy these awesome skateboards? We have, oh, I do sell, yeah, I paint and sell skateboards. Um, I've done quite a few, um, probably about 10 total in the past year. They kind of blew up, so that was nice. We have our five-year anniversary. We always have a big barbecue up at the shop, which is always really fun. And that's August, mid-August-ish. I'm sure we'll post it on our Facebook. Um, do we have any other events, really? Luckily, my boss is here, so then <laughs> you know, I can blame it on everybody. him if I uh, forgot anything. <laughs> cool. What are you up to, Corey? Um, we talked about my podcast enough. Yeah. But I can be seen at Comedy Works July 15th in the New Faces Contest. Bring your applause breaks. I'm going to be in Thailand. Come do that. That's okay. Everyone else Later can boys. be there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring the Mostly Harmless stuffed doll that we, we sell here. And uh, July 17th, I'm hosting a new gig with my friend Kevin O'Brien called Table Read, where we're having our good friends do a table reading of the movie Raising Arizona. So bring yourselves to that. Where's that going to be? Deer Pal? It's going to be at the Bug Theater. It's going to be at the goddamn Bug Theater, you Denver ambulance. How is there a fire? My plug is more important than whoever's life you're going to save. The Bug Theater, everybody. Friday this... That's over. <laughs> what was that comment, Alex? How is there a fire? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so uh, today we're talking about vacation trips. I'm about to go to Thailand. We've already discovered that perhaps I look like somebody who would probably frequent a ladyboy prostitute. Um, by the way, how much, how, how cheap is too cheap for a prostitute? Never overpay. Never overpay, okay, all right. I mean, I'm not really gonna go. Um, I've traveled a little bit with you two. I just met you today, well, you. Well, we, um, I'm a great travel companion. I bring a lot of weed, I make a mix CD. Oh. Who'd be on that big CD? Jesus Jones, right here, right now. <laughs> Forty fucking times, man. <laughs> what do you think is gonna be on that CD? So much gin blossoms. So, 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 what kind of uh, adventures have you guys been on? Like, I've, I've toured the world. Uh, well, not the world, but I've toured the country. I've seen a lot of weird, crazy things. Uh, what are some of the experiences you guys have out there on the world, on the road that has really like shaken you? It's been pretty uh, exciting. What about you? What about I, you, Jen? You got some stuff there. Uh, my favorite, probably longest journey trip was London, England, which was really fun. We have family over there, so for our graduation gift, they sent us to England, and we got to travel around and see all kinds of cool stuff. My aunt and uncle have a yacht, so we got to sail to the Isle of Wight, and yeah, it was I'm really cool. I'm changing my trip from Thailand to London. <laughs> Can yeah. I be your aunt and uncle's number? It was so beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. Everyone hates Americans. I'm you know. Canadian. <laughs> I'll see. They'll probably <laughs> like you then. Not really Canadian. <laughs> no. 
they don't like I it. I discovered, uh, speaking of Americans, the uh, strangely high percentage of Eastern European men assume that all Americans have mushrooms. I was soli solicited for mushrooms and like truffles, like a surprising amount of times. I don't think they meant truffles, and they become uh, hyper aggressive when you tell them you didn't bring mushrooms from the U.S. on a plane. Is the U.S. the only place you can get mushrooms? I can't. It's a fungus. I can't imagine it being that uh, unique. Yeah. But I did have mushrooms. I just didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't know those guys. What kind of crazy adventures have you been on, Alex? Uh, let's, let's, let's bring up the dark um, side. Let's see. For my 23rd birthday, I decided to treat myself and go to Freeport, Illinois. What? Uh, That's where our buddy GB's from. <laughs> yes. Uh, the driver of Bigfoot, the monster truck, is also from there. <laughs> <laughs> Which GB will tell you Always. Um, yeah, I went out there and stayed on my friend. I don't know, friends, friends, weird farm thing that didn't really have vegetables or anything. It's just. Oh. But uh, it was. Um, so we went. There's this guy named David Hirsch, and I call him Crazy Dave because he's insane, and he elected to drive the whole way, like straight. So he just sat behind his car wheel, the driving wheel of the car he owned for like 18 hours, just driving straight. And I remember this one point, we were stuck in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and Dave was like fiddling with a weed pipe and a bottle of Adderall. <laughs> and there was like this seven-year-old kid in the car next to us who saw this happening and just looked terrified. And Dave has a beard, I don't know, he's, he's like a Ritalin kid. He's one of the first people they experimented on with Ritalin, so he's addicted to it, and the government like gives him stuff or something. <laughs> but he was driving. What does the government give him? All the they just tic tacs. Yeah, tic tacs mostly. Placebos and mushrooms. In mushrooms and tic tacs. A hard fucking time is what the government yeah. gives him. So yeah, I spent like four of us in a Subaru, the small one, in Impreza, not Outback. But um, so we get out, we get out to our friend Brandon's farm, and his like 85-year-old Holocaust surviving grandma's out there, and um. We go into this weird garage thing, and he has it turned into his own personal nightclub. <laughs> and so, like, we all play music, so we're, like, hanging out, and there's, like, a stripper pole that no one's using. And, like, he turns the lights off and puts on weird lasers, and we're playing music. And then he's, like, behind this drum set just holding a smoke machine. <laughs> and then, yeah, I could keep going. Um, I, almost got, I almost got struck by lightning. So that was kind of neat. That was on the You could have got superpowers, dude. Almost. I just got like flash banged yeah. by lightning bolt. That's about it. That's um, but yeah, you know, there's all, all sorts of weird things yeah. that have happened. What kind of crazy antics do you get up to on road trips there, uh, Corey Healy? Um, my vacations seem really sad next to hers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, traveled to Denver once <laughs> from my home city of uh, Kearney, Nebraska. And uh, it was a trip planned with my fiance and. Um, my dad and I, and somewhere along the lines, uh, my mom, who's divorced from my dad, be joined the trip. So it was the four of us, um, <laughs> like a really weird, like, um, what was that game show? Like the, the newlywed game? Yeah, like they were the married couple. 
that had been like divorced, which would be a new spin on that. And like we were fresh and we came to visit my newlywed brother and his wife and their kid. So yeah, just a car ride uh, up with those two bickering parents to where like uh, her and I sat in the front seat to assure dominance. <laughs> and they took it well, they took it pretty good. But anyways, uh, in that trip, we were, in, we were in Thornton, a beautiful place by the fucking way, terrible. Thornton's the worst, it's a mile away and the laws are totally different. Because I was parked in my brother's apartment complex at two in the morning, just gently smoking marijuana from Nebraska. Just gently smoking it. Ever so gently. Anyways, a bunch of black Suburbans pull up behind me as I'm doing this. And they like throw their lights on and they're like, step out and put your hands on the air, as they say. And these fucking cars in Denver don't have any like tags explaining that they're police cars or Suburbans or whatever. So I just roll my window down because I'm not going to be killed by a stranger. And I said, uh, may I ask who's asking? And uh, that's when they say Thornton police and I get out like a real piece of shit and back out. But as I go back, uh, they tell me basically uh, that someone called the police and told them that me and uh, a person in my car were passing back and forth a handgun and a crack pipe. And they were right about that handgun, but a crack pipe? We weren't. Yeah, we were playing Russian roulette. My fiance yeah, and I was. Yeah. So yeah, I got a ticket for weed in a pipe, and then they made fun of the weed I had in a sarcastic way, like, oh no, this is really good stuff. And I was like, even I know better than that. So that's, yeah, that's my fun vacation story. The cops were making fun of you for smoking. They were such dicks. Like, they had automatic weapons pointed at my fucking back. Because I may have had a crack pipe or a gun, I don't know. And you still moved to the area. I moved to Denver, not Thornton, everybody. <laughs> but Johnny's tattoo is the best thing about that city. You'll learn. Oh, that's right. That and the proximity to a Taco John's, right, guys? Anyone? Anyone? That's actually the only two things I know about Thornton. My parents live in Thornton. That's why I love you. Oh, yeah. Do they live in a Taco John's? Yeah. I, I watched their house slash Taco John's once for a week. Uh, and uh, the biggest adventure of the week was I went to King Supers just to hang out. Yeah. Their kitchenette <laughs> slash public restroom is pretty great. <laughs> so let's keep this show rolling. Um, ben, you were talking about mushrooms, and that's got me thinking about drugs. I, 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 I personally am not a drug guy. I'm, a, I'm an alcohol guy. I'm kind of a square but you seem like the kind of guy that would probably know the best places in the world to get the best drugs. I personally uh, have never done any illegal substances. Yeah, your mom. But I know a lot about uh, where to find them and how to do oh. them and how awesome it is when you do. <laughs> but you don't do that. But I don't, yeah, I've never personally done, done any drugs. Um, I don't know that I've done a whole lot of, wait a second. Need to rephrase that. I don't know if I know anyone who's done a whole lot of drugs <laughs> while traveling. I know a guy who uh, <laughs> who uh, him and his bass player just sort of stumbled into Somali in Pittsburgh. But I've never actually looked for drugs. <laughs> Again, let me rephrase. I don't know anyone who's ever actually looked for drugs while traveling. What about the rest of you guys? You guys got any tips for the other? I have. I, 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 I don't traveling. know. Whatever. <laughs> Both. 
I went to Mexico I didn't about two years ago. <laughs> I didn't plan this out very well, so you guys have to like pick up the slack. No, for this me. is going swimmingly. Yeah, actually just like the is. people crossing uh, Ellsworth right now. They're swimming. Editing. I'm too lazy for editing. <laughs> I went to Mexico not long ago, and we, we we flew to San Diego, drove into Mexico, and in San Diego, uh, they just deliver weed to you. Like you can just be like, "Can I have weed?" and it's there. And they bring like a pipe and a pipe cleaner and screens and everything you need. And it's, it's great. Denver could pick up on that. But I got an eighth of weed and I was afraid to sneak it into Mexico. So uh, we were on like the border city of, of like, uh, you know, the U.S. and Mexico, whatever it was. I forget. And uh, I wanted the weed when I came back across the border. So if you guys have drugs, just uh, go dig a hole in the grass at your hotel. Stick the weed in that hole. And just cover it back up with grass. It'll be there four days later when you get back from Mexico. That sounds like no country for old men. It was, it was, if so, that's the most badass thing I've ever done in my life. That's pretty cool. Is it really, yeah, no big an, deal, issue. Guys. Is it really an issue to sneak drugs into Mexico? Though? It's sneaking them back in. That's what I learned. Like, it would have uh, been a breeze. It would have been real easy. What I've run into, what we've run into on tour is everyone assumes, like, we don't smoke weed. So when we're on tour and someone's like, oh, you guys are from Colorado? You, you guys want to smoke some bud? Everywhere. Doesn't matter. And then they assume we either have it or want to smoke it. So, and uh, that's weird. Mostly have it. Mostly have it. Your cousin? My cousin was one of, one of those people. Let's call him out by name. Who's he? I don't even know. A guy I know's cousin. Stingy shit. <laughs> I always have people try to tip me with edibles and weed, and I don't really smoke. Or, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, thanks. <laughs> just know? start a dispensary. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, I collect it all. <laughs> just collect it. And Retirement plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next time, just insist they give it to you before you start the tattoo. Ooh, and you've got to take it. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. See how I work on this. Yeah, your, your seahorse is going to look like a pack that's of a chewed good, up Starburst. That's a good dare game. <laughs> I, might, I might be down for that game. I, I let somebody on... On, on weed tattoo me, or even acid, I, I think. I would absolutely do that. Yeah, let's, let's, talk. let's all do yeah. it, guys. <laughs> we, we have a new tattoo artist friend. Let's make it happen. <laughs> um, I'm more interested in your uncle doing it. I want hep C. <laughs> <laughs> I want to catch something. Where's he at? He, oh, he went down a bad road. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> you don't want him tattooing you. <laughs> all right, so we're, we're still talking about travel adventures. I know we kind of traveled off there for a minute. See what I did there? No, anyway, so yeah. one of my, my favorite tour stories is from Drag the River is I'm in Portland, Oregon. I've got a stupid hat on, like a stupid hat you can get at Target. Like, uh, I don't even, I want to call it like some kind of pork pie hat. I don't even know. Like a coon skin. No. That was insensitive. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in an information sensitive. cafe. Anyway, I should be more considerate. I met a very nice, polite young lady who asked me to go to the bathroom with her, and we'll leave it to imaginations. But that was one it. of those, like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and uh, still to this day, the guys in Drag the River are like, it's the fucking hat, man. It's the hat. And they get mad at me <laughs> when I'm not wearing that fucking hat. The poon skin hat, right? <laughs> hey, you get a cheers for that. So w w what's the most what-the-fuck moment you've had on traveling? There's a couple. The world? There's a couple. Because I know, especially you two. Should I tell the story about um, the, that yes. guy that we might know? Okay. Um, <laughs> so stick, stick that mic a little bit closer. There you go. Is that better? That's way better. Let uh, it rest on your chin, son. Yeah. So um, a guy who may or may not have used to play keyboards with us, <laughs> we're <laughs> Stevie Wonder, everybody. Stevie Wonder. Um, so we were we were in this town called Yakima, Washington. 
It's it's weird. It's like a weird, small little town. And uh, we go to this gas station so everyone, we can fill up the van and pee and whatnot. And um, Chris, I'm just going to say his name. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, Chris could be anybody. That's like yeah, the most Chris. common white person name in the so world. So Chris, allegedly, Chris, um, he goes to the bathroom. We have, we have, it's one of those it gas stations that isn't outdoor. It's like the entrance to the bathroom is outside of the gas station. And we're, I'm sitting shotgun in the van, and I see Chris go in, and I see this nice-looking middle-aged man walking to the door. And, of course, I start making fun of him. I go, ha-ha, look at this guy. He doesn't know the door's locked, idiot. And then he walks right in. It's like, the door wasn't locked. And then we see him kind of jump. It's like, that was odd. And then Chris kind of walks by really just out of place. And he gets back in the van, and he goes, man, I thought that was one of you guys coming in to fuck with me. As soon as I heard the door open, I just calmly looked over and said, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So Chris totally offered, threatened to suck this poor man's dick. And I'd like to believe that that man walked away questioning his sexuality and it ruined his family life. But who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, that part of the Northwest, we've had some interesting encounters. If you've got to ruin your family to figure out your sexuality, you're good. Like, that's... Yeah, that's how it works. That's, that's like all right. Textbook. Yeah. That's he gets a pass. Oh, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's such cut a off. good story. I dropped, dropped the mic. No, no, I'm not cut off. It's my beer. What, what other what-the-fuck moments have you guys had? Well, my favorite what-the-fuck moment was in Denver, so I don't know if that counts. Did you live here? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell it. Because we're from Thornton, so we traveled to Denver. It's actually one of my favorite shot moments, too. So we all, we all found this ad for midget wrestling. And we're like, oh, yes. we have to go to that. They right? prefer the term <laughs> professional wrestler. It said midget on there. Okay, It said on the paper. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> With a big smile after you ate some potato olays. Yeah. The best part is the day after, but you kind of need to know the before, you know? So we convince our friend who's, it's at a strip club. Okay, so he's never been to a strip club, you know, and his, we, we all convince him to go. Like, you have to go. It'll be so much fun. You know, we get him all pumped up. And so, you know, the whole night we're watching the wrestling and people are getting lap dances and stuff, you know. We all have a great night. The next day, poor guy tells us a story that when he got home, he realized there was something on his shirt, his first lap dance, and it was a woman's thing, you know, it was her time of the, yeah. Her time of the what? month, you know. I <laughs> had the time of my life. Yeah. So he, well, she was story, really into Swayze at that time. <laughs> he immediately threw up and was shocked and never going to strip clubs again. And, you know, so all of us are like, that's the best story ever. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Did he turn to Christ? <laughs> I don't think so. He was shocked. She thought she was pregnant. <laughs> that's my favorite what the fuck story ever. <laughs> Anybody else? Like, I mean, your, your fiance's here, but it's okay. You guys know all Is it what secrets. the fuck a sex moment? I mean, for me, yes, because who, why would that even happen? Well, she'd be involved in all of them. I lived oh, okay. a very unwild life before her. Some would say a very unwild life during and still. 
Uh, where have we knocked boots, babe? <laughs> Whose bed have our boots been under together, huh? Uh, the Lincoln bedroom? Have, gosh, have we... Have, we really should have discussed this, you and I. Where have we done intercourse? It's all right. I don't have any what-the-fuck moments. Damn it. Like, uh, not a... No. I have so we could go make one right now in that bathroom back there. She winked. It's on. Probably wouldn't be the first time. Am I right, Matt? Where'd he go? Oh, yeah. He's not even listening. In that case, uh, while hosting a show here, uh, a couple totally did go in there and have sex during my show. So if that counts as something... I know I'm third party involved in that, but they didn't go in there glowing. Let's see. Where where do we go from here? Like, it's such a broad topic. Hey, guys, where do you go? What what do you guys want to hear? You guys guys got any... No? Okay. All right. Skinner, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Ryan. Here we go again. Hey, so, uh, yeah, well, embarrassing. What embarrassing stories you got? I got one for you. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, Portland, Oregon. We, uh, we, were, we were on tour. We had two shows in Portland. We were there for three days. So naturally, we went to the same bar for four nights. Was the it the Acropolis? What? The Acropolis. Is that it's a bar? The Slammer. No, it's called the Slammer. Oh, it the Acropolis wa- is the best steakhouse and strip club in America. Oh no, 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 no. So, no. We, so we're all hanging out. We went to this place, and then for some reason, at the end of the night, it's like, you know what? I'll just sleep in the van, because that'd be cool. Um, woke up in the morning, and our drummer was in the van with us, and he had woke up at like six in the morning to go pee at some random gas station, and I woke up and I was convinced I was about to shit my pants. So I shook him awake. Hey, where the hell is that goddamn gas station you went to? He's like, oh, it's like 11 blocks that way. He's like, I ain't going to make an 11-block walk. It's like, oh, I'm in a van, and I have a key. We'll just drive. One, it took like half an hour just to find it. And I pull up, and all of the gas stations in Oregon, our uh, person has to pump the gas for you. So I couldn't just nonchalantly pull up and, like, sneak in. I pull up, like, with the neat sweats. (laughs) And... and (laughs) Uh, the attendant comes out, what can I do for you? He's like, oh, God, uh, here's $20. Fill, like, put that in the tank. Do you have a bathroom? And he knew I didn't need gas. He knew I didn't, like, and I went to the bathroom. So I paid $20 to poop. Um, yeah, but that's probably the most scared as an adult I've been of shitting my <laughs> pants. So you didn't actually shit your pants? I mean, there might have been a shart in there. Okay. But no actual uh, contact with the denim. Yeah, that's good. So I lucked that's out. Clean I paid break. twenty dollars. It's the most I've ever paid anyone to use a toilet. I mean, in fact, that's that the only time I've ever paid anyone any money to use a toilet. That's an okay story. That's all right. I actually once at South by Southwest pooped into my pants, not into them, but you into them. them, like into a pocket. Um, <laughs> they were down around my. I'll need this for later. Yeah, we're g- we're gonna save this for a later episode, but. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at they were down around my ankles while I missed. stood up and pooped while never, drunkenly sleepwalking. I never understood why men have real problems with pooing their pants, like as an adult. I don't think. Wait, I've like ever it's called. Like, <laughs> you mean why do we have the shame about it, or why do we do it? Because yeah, like I've, n- I've never known a woman to like. I almost poop my pants, or maybe they just don't talk about it. Yeah. But I know lot, men, every guy like, I know that's like I've almost pooped my pants. Can like, we get a consensus on this, ladies? <laughs> Who's pooped their pants? Hands in the air. 
Everybody poops <laughs> their pants. Two of the maybe six to seven in here. That's okay. I mean, whatever. I, I like telling embarrassing stories, but I'm saving the full-blown version of that story for another time. Um, embarrassing stories. What? I'm just trying to think of something. I kind of am a person of no shame. Yeah, same. So, like, doing something where I genuinely feel embarrassed is kind of rare. I'll be like, ah, oh, that was strange, and then I'll walk away. <laughs> I, uh, one time in Chicago, uh, I was playing a house show, and it was one of those uh, infinite number of nights where I hadn't found any narcotics, and I blacked out before I started playing, and um, and afterwards, two of the people who actually lived in the house I was playing came up, and they're like, uh, you referenced one specific song, and they're like, I, I really love that song, and I was like, hey, thanks for... Thanks for saying, pal. And they're like, we wish you, we wish you would have played the whole song. And then I had to find out later from other people that I played the beginning of a song and then talked to myself in the corner of a kitchen for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, thanks. Thanks so much, guys. I'll have your money now. <laughs> I was my own MC and my own audience. <laughs> Uh, you guys are killing me. What do you got there, Corey? You I raised uh, the microphone up. I once took a 96-mile trip from my... Uh... <laughs> I don't know if you do. What was your idea? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I could tell that. Uh, this wasn't exactly a vacation, but like the most... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, the most... I was new to town, and maybe like I... Uh, the most I'd maybe drank alcohol in a while since moving to Denver. And, like, I lived in this neighborhood a few months back. This maybe happened, like, a year and a half ago. And I just, like, s was taking my dog a, a sweet five-pound chihuahua on a walk. Not the yippy, short-haired kind, but the longer-haired kind. You know, the adorable ones. Oh, do you? We're going to be fast friends. What's yours name? Her name was Sangria. She's not alive anymore? The ex-boyfriend I had. That Bad piece asshole. of shit. He took her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, come hang out with <laughs> my <was> dog. Awesome. <laughs> you want to pull up a picture of sugar and show it to the room, Danielle? You're, you got this covered. So I took this sweet little dog on a walk. Uh, real, like, what I'd say blacked out drunk. And I don't, I've never blacked out drunk, I don't think, before. But then I, like, I came to, like, on some streets that I still can't name. That I have no idea where they can even be. With, like cut-up hands and, like, a bruised kneecap. I think, like, it was actually, like, broken in half, perhaps, just at the kneecap. And uh, I was just like, what am I doing here, like, in Aurora or wherever I walked? I have no... My phone was dead. I have no idea. So, like, my dog's a trooper about it. Like, she seemed to just have the time of her life to get back to that ghost or Patrick Swayze reference earlier. Call back. And uh, a cop comes up, and he parks, and he's like hey, man, you doing okay? And I was like, I'm great. I'm just, uh, I just need to get home somehow. And, like, I have money and stuff. Like, I'm not a, I wasn't a bum, you know? I wasn't broke. But he said, well, I'm off to a call right now or I'd give you a ride. And I was like, okay, where are you going? <laughs> and he's like, oh, just off to a call and then speeds the fuck away. I'm just like, you piece of shit, you're going the direction I might want to go. He did point me that I was going this way. So I, I start to like look around. There's a bus stop nearby. But before that, 
a dude in a station wagon pulls up and says, hey, need a ride? And I'm like, well, you gotta answer honestly, yeah, I do need a ride. And he's like, get in, man. So uh, I'm like, all right, this is sugar. That, that's how an episode of Bang Bros starts, too. Yeah, I know. I've never seen an episode. I, I but can actually stop telling the story. Just go to bangbros.com, everyone. You, uh, so I, I about get into his car after I introduce him to my dog, and uh, he admits to me that there's bong water on the passenger seat, and I'm like, cool. Uh, I'll just cover it with whatever the fuck I'm wearing. So I pull off like my hoodie or coat, and I just set it down, and I sit on it, and I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So we get going, and he's like, mind if I dumpster dive real quick? Dude pulls over and starts digging into the trash. His vehicle was so full, he had to throw away some of his other trash to put in the new trash he found. Sugar and I are taking pictures of everything we can with my now slightly charged cell phone because I plugged it into a cigarette holder. And uh, me, me and I forget his name basically drive back here and get within like this block. Like we're about to pull into my apartment on like a block away from here. And he's like, do you mind if I drop you off about 10 blocks away from your house so I don't get to know where you live? And I'm just like, Please, yeah. Yeah. I'll crawl 10 blocks for you not to know where I live. So uh, next thing I know, I just wake up in the morning to, to Danielle, who's back from an overnight shift at, at a hospital, to me just like laying with like a stiff leg and I can't get up. And like just a room just trashed. Like I don't even, I must have just started kicking stuff over. And uh, yeah, uh, it was a real tough time for our relationship, everybody. Uh, <laughs> you made it through. But we made it through, guys. We made it through. True you know? love. I still have those pains in that knee. It, wow. I, I need health insurance, everybody. I need it. Like legally. <laughs> Is oh. your uncle hiring at his tattoo shop? I feel like he at least gives out health insurance. What I find weird, what I really took from that story was... I mean, yeah, people want to smoke weed and drive. That's cool, but why a bong? <laughs> I think he got things. it from the trash. Probably. <laughs> oh, sweet, man. This thing still has water in it. I'm uh. just going to spill that all over the passenger seat. And real quick, he told me that though he was living in that, that, that hatchback, uh, he did own a home in Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't move in yet. I swear to God. It's <laughs> so wacky. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I, I didn't learn a single thing about traveling today, but I learned a lot. Know your poop spots. That's the I, I mean, thing. know my poop spots. Drop a pin on the GPS on your yeah. phone so you can find your way back to a good poop spot. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We did that in Gainesville. We had a designated pooping Starbucks. Yeah. It's great. That was the hard part of London. Like, you're poop walking spots? for forever. No, because girls don't poop. Yeah, right, right, right. Pea spots. Yeah, pea spots. You can't find anywhere to go, so you're like in a rush everywhere. Like, where is the bathroom? You started that by saying that was the tough part of London. The rest London, of it is just, yeah. ah, come on. Come on, these guys went to some town in Illinois for his 23rd birthday. <laughs> that was great. I shouldn't knock the Illinois towns. I apologize. Um, it's, a t it's a terrible place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll continue. Freeport? Yeah, Freeport. yeah it's pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. They had really cheap cigarettes. W what are your uh, poop spot recommendations there, Corey Healy? <laughs> Since that's what I'm learning here I'll today. gladly share this one, guys. This is... I mean, 
You, you, you set me up. We don't discuss this. Okay. I was sitting right. where Christy Buckley is right now, typing out... Another uh, wonderful Denver comedian. Yeah, great way. Denver comic. Good podcast. I was typing out uh, the, like, the ceremony for a friend of mine's wedding that I was, uh, I was high priesting. And uh, I, had to, I had to go to the bathroom. And I was in town looking at the apartments we moved into when we lived here. So I was like, pop into Mutiny before I'll, I moved to Denver, get to know it. Heard it was great. It was cool. And okay. I went into this bathroom... Where uh, I totally shit earlier today, by the way. <laughs> I am not a public restroom user, but it, nature called and I answered. And let's and be honest, this place is home. It is home. This is such a home to me, for real. And uh, okay, he's not paying too much attention. Uh, back when I did that, they had like 75 ply toilet paper in there, guys. <laughs> Soft as shit. I was like, any business, even in infancy, though, you know, changed hands type thing. Even an infancy has this type of toilet paper, they give a goddamn, guys. And Mutiny Information Cafe, they give a goddamn, folks. But now it's like one ply, and that's still cool. That's, you gotta cut corners. It's small is, business. Is it weird that I actually prefer one ply? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Quilted Northern has a three ply, and it's pretty rare. Like, I really like Scott. My roommate has very passive aggressively. I buy Scott toilet paper. It sucks. He's very passive aggressively been putting the nice stuff on the toilet, so automatically it goes in there next. Baby wipes. I'm a wet wipes oh. guy. Yeah. Cottonelle, y'all. Yeah. Where'd that? Uh, Dude, it's so comfortable. They have ridges now and stuff where did, where did for extra scooping, apparently. <laughs> like a goddamn tortilla just, chip. I was just talking today. Like, take the idea of toilet paper and like really explain it. Out loud, and it sounds such like it's a weird concept. Oh, this Dude, tissue yeah. paper that I wipe poop off my shitty butt with? <laughs> yeah. It's like, really nice. Yeah. We should all just shower after we shit. Like, really. The bidet. It feels so good. Why, why don't Why I? Do you have you seen, uh, what is it, Demolition Man? Seashells. He doesn't get the three sheets. All right, all right, all right. Okay. This is gone we, off the rails. It's gone too uh, far. Oh, wait. Right. Wrong action hero. So, uh, we. <laughs> I, I end the talk show portion of this with a stupid game I half-ass created called Who Said It? Do you guys want to play it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I only got one yeah. Did you sure. Yeah. 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 Play it? It's The Rock. I'm the worst at seeing movies that everyone else has seen. Oh, no. It's not about movies. No? Okay, Ooh. good. Okay, good. So we ha- <laughs> this person is obviously a podcast. No, anyway. <laughs> um, so today's, per- today's Who Said It? I'm going to spill beer all over myself. In front of you, um, while holding the microphone, <laughs> same man. Damien, passion of some. Looks like pee, y'all. Yeah. Thanks. Just trickling down the economy uh, and, style. And, and, and while we're talking about the beer, <laughs> let's thank everyone who has kept this pitcher full tonight. Thank yeah. you guys for refilling the beer. Give thank it up for the guy that it. took off the trench coat. Like all these guys Had right here. Had understuff on it. Danielle, uh, um, Johnny holding it down. Thank you to Ratio Beer Works for uh, yeah. giving us this pony keg of beer. Please go visit them, 2920 Larimer Street. Uh, thanks to Matt and the guys here at Mutiny for letting us do this, uh, this shit show Hell here. Yeah. And then let's play a stupid little game I call Who Said It? Um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a quote from a semi-famous individual. You have to guess which of the three said it. It's multiple choice, so you have one out of three chance. Um, it's a half-ass game. We'll this figure is it the out as only thing I'm good at. Good, 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 good. So today's who said it is who said it. 
Hillary Rodham Clinton, Oprah, or Screech? Justin Diamond. Screech. Thank you for the one chuckle back there. Screech. I know him from other roles he has, but I won't mention him. So we'll figure out who goes first, and we'll go in the line in the circle. And if you don't get it, you're out. If you get it, you're in. I, uh, I came up with one. It didn't matter. No, no, no. I need some more beer. Phallix Trebek over here, guys. It's a dick joke. More like it's a dick Doug, joke. Doug Benson Trebek. So anyway, so uh, let's figure out who goes first. Um, nose goes. Oh, Corey, you're first. I thought like the person that touches their nose goes first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. No, Shit. I think I just deleted the email with all the uh, questions on it. Screech. I was gonna say. Bill Clinton. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think I just deleted it. Where did it go? Wait. Oh, <laughs> it's in the scent file. High five to whoever said that. Are you a Gmail? You are New a producer of Mostly Harmless Podcast. Whoever said that? Nope, it's not in there either. Gmail or Yahoo? Gmail, baby. Uh, Google or Bing? Oh, no. Who uses Bing? I'm an Ask Jeeves kind of guy. This is what happened when you spill beer all over yourself. Again, you... check out my Bang Bros video online, guys. <laughs> Downloadable. You can pay a fee or not. Either way, I don't see any profits. They paid me. www colon http oh. forward slash forward slash. <laughs> That's colon. my porn name, actually. Colon. <laughs> colon Bowel. <laughs> <laughs> that ruled. That ruled so hard. Alex, why aren't you doing more stand-up open mic nights? Uh, why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> okay, shit. I really did delete that. I don't know where the fuck it went. It, I did. We could just spend time naming movies Bill Paxton has been in. <laughs> I don't know who that yeah. is. Yes, you do. You Everybody know. knows Billy P. Billy Twister, P. for instance. Twister. Oh. oh, it's in the spam folder. <laughs> there it is. Spam, okay. definitely right. Oprah, right? Oprah. Worst drunken podcast ever. Uh, again, thank you guys for pouring the beers. Johnny Tattoo, everybody. Racial Beer Works. Uh, we're going to go across Woo. the street and see Two Cow Garage later. I've actually got four tickets to give away for the Two Cow Garage show. I need one because I'm poor. Well, I, I mean, other than us, we're all oh, cool. already on the list. Because oh, we that's did this. even better. Uh, your buddy Ryan? Yeah, that With the front-bottoms tattoo? The Rhino. He's going to get one. South. Um, and then whoever else wants to go across the street. Rye, uh, Rye, this American guy. <laughs> all right, so who said it? Hillary Clinton, Oprah, or Screech? Bill Paxton. <laughs> Corey, you're first. My idea of heaven is a great big baked potato... <laughs> With someone to share it with. That's Hillary Clinton. Oh. No. She's from Arkansas. No, but I mean, she is. Well, her husband's from there. I don't know where she is from. That's okay. I'm a conservative. <laughs> no, not here? No, nah, not My stand up set's gonna go so shitty in like 10 minutes, guys. Forget oh, what I said. Man. No, it was Oprah. Oprah. That's the obvious choice, and I was not going to peg her as someone that wants to eat a baked potato or needs someone to fucking share it with. 
So you're out. She's better than that. You're out. That's you're fine, out, dude. That's cool. Oh, you. Cool. What was the prize? One and done. Huh? I don't know. I figured that out. You get a free shirt. God damn it! I'll, I'll give you a shirt anyway. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right, Jen, are you no, ready? I refuse to play. There's free shirts anyways. I don't see why I have to work for it. Fuck you guys. I don't know. Um, I am a shepherd, not a sheep. I've always prided myself on being a leader and not a follower. Hillary, Oprah, or Screech? Screech. She got it, everybody. It was Screech. High five, high five. Double D. Benjamin, are you ready? You're going to lose. What are we doing? <laughs> Shut up. The answer is belding. It's always oh, yeah. belding. Yeah, I'll belding. take belding for 100. I've had extraordinarily good luck with my health, other than my broken elbow. Hillary, Oprah, or Screech? I'm going to go Screech again. No. No, it's Hillary. It's totally Hillary. She had a brain tumor two years ago. Hey. She didn't have a quote about that on Google <laughs> I could steal. That's like Christopher Reeves. It's been great being a healthy Superman all these years. When he hasn't always. Rest in peace, man. All right. Well, Is he dead? Two down, two to go. Alex. He died. Alex, what do you think, dude? What are your chances of getting this right? One of the three. This is your best. You're really good at this, right? Yeah, it's more like B-list celebrities. Oh. All those guys are kind of A-listers, except for Screech. He's like an A-plus lister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. Oh, man, I, I got to find you a good one, though. Show me the money, big. All right, I got no this. No whammies, big bucks. The sword was a very elegant weapon in the day of, this, of the samurai. What the fuck? You had honor and chivalry. Shut up. <laughs> Much like the knights. <laughs> Let me do this again. The sword was a very elegant weapon in the days of the samurai. You had honor and chivalry, much like the knights, and yet it was a gruesome and horrific weapon. Alex. Are you sure it's not Bill Paxton? <laughs> <laughs> um, who the hell Oprah, would say that? Oprah, Curlin, Horton, Hillary. <laughs> I'm gonna or go, Screech. I'm going to go with Harold Kern. Damn it. This is, this is actually the quickest round of this game that's ever been because Jen just won because yeah, it was Screech. Damn. Yeah, well, you, do you want to go see Two Guy Garage across the street for free? Yeah, you do. She'd rather take a Sputnik corn dog. Have you ever seen yeah. Two Guy Garage? Oh, those are good. Those are good. Two Guy Garage. Oh, a zucchini dog. Yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, we, we, we won't make that happen. They're good. What? I'm not vegan. I'm They're vegan. pretty good. Aww. <laughs> uh, pour me a gluten-free beer. Vegans' hearts beat, too. Let's, let's give Jen one more. Just because. You got to prove I sp it. I spent 20 minutes yeah. writing, stealing all these quotes from Google. Um. <laughs> You're actually just quoting quotes. Yeah, well, yeah You're it's good. so easy. Let's do it anyway. I like this one. I don't know who's worse with little boys, Mario or Michael Jackson. Jen, who is it? Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. No. no. Screech, you lost too. I didn't think it's all right. It's all right. Okay. Um, so in about a dark ending. <laughs> 
Do you need a... So <laughs> Corey, a dark ending for sure. Corey's going to do a quick comedy set, and then Sour Boy's going to play a quick acoustic set. Do you want to go ahead and go up now, or do you want to take a pee break, smoke break? What no, I got... I'm, jo- I'm telling jokes. I'm not leaving this fun. Okay, great. Cool. All this all this excitement? Um, well, before I go, I like to do a quick commercial for Mutiny that I make up on the spot. I should ask you guys to pick stuff up, too, but... uh. You guys can leave. You guys walk away. We're good. We're I'm staying right here. <laughs> so let's look at some of these fine items I found in the five minutes I perused the store before coming up here. We got the a single from Tina Turner. We don't need another hero from Mad Max. No, actually, I karaoke the fuck out of this song. So if you guys ever want to go do some karaoke, Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome's uh, Tina Turner. Uh, we, you can buy that for $4 here at Mutiny Information Exchange. Mostly harmless is, of course. Uh, I, steal, I stole the name from Douglas Adams and his fine uh, series of novels, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, there is a uh, comic book adaptation of his other novels that are not as well-known but might be better. Dirk Gently in the Holistic Detective Agency. And he's sitting on a crate of Schrodinger. And if you guys know Schrodinger's cat, yeah. it's hilarious. I don't know. Is the cat live or dead? I don't know. Uh, Local author, Josiah Hess. He writes some of my favorite articles for Vice Magazine. Good dude. You can get his new uh, debut novel right here at Mutiny for uh, 12 bucks. 12 bucks, Matt. 12 bucks. That's what a hell of a deal. How much of that goes back to Josiah? (laughs) See? You already bought it for him. There you go. Support local businesses and... S- I don't know. I'm drunk. Shut up. And then everybody's favorite actor. This is one of my favorite autobiographies. Um, here's the cool thing about the stuff that all of us do up here. Participation is very easy in these worlds. Anybody, any asshole can get up here with a microphone and look at Corey Healy and talk. Not anybody, but, you know. Um, it's very easy to do, and this is a book that helped show me how easy it was to do what you wanted to do. Bruce Campbell started the Evil Dead series. Uh, one of my favorite autobiographies, Commissions of a B-Movie Actor. And you can purchase this right now for uh, $7. I say it's worth about $8, so what a deal. All right, buddy. You ready? You I'm ready. Over whatever you want. Keep it going for Damien, everybody. Nah, 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 start nah, it nah, going. Nah. Start it going for yeah, Damien. Yeah. Uh, and more enthusiasm for Jen. And Sour Boy, Bitter Girl, that was fun. This is great. I love Mutiny. A cafe of information, which anybody at a coffee shop will be glad to just explain anything that they're interested in to you. So it's good they already have that here. You don't have to talk to people. You can just literally dig in, guys. Uh, I've been on this earth 29 years and haven't died yet. Anyone else still alive out there? Hell yeah, I'm not dead. On my 29th birthday, though, guys, I found my first gray pubic hair. Yeah, no, 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 don't worry. It's not like as gentlemanly as you think. I found it in my teeth. Last day of 28 was wild, everybody. Looking at you, Matt. Looking at you, Matt. (laughs) I had more than just your coffee beans in this area, my friend. Uh, I get told to act my age a lot. Like, Corey, act your age. What if we were all forced to act our age, like you had to act the amount of years you guys have been on Earth? I know this. 69ing would not be worth the wait. It'd be real gross. Knees would be popping and stuff. 
<laughs> Fucking disgusting. I uh, recently celebrated my 10th anniversary of doing it, a decade of doing it. There's going to be times where I just say things in an enthused voice and expect everyone to be like, yeah, dick stuff. 10 years of sex, everybody. I've learned in that decade, I don't get bored with intercourse by any means, but I can't climax unless like I look at an asshole, which is why I always keep a picture of myself next to the bed. Just look right over at it. And I do, I do that. I do that thing. My, uh, my fiance sneezed at the end of a blowjob recently, and she told me, she told me the guy didn't even say, God bless you. You believe that? Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. We don't do that. We don't cheat. Uh, she did do something very sexy with her mouth recently. Um, she put a birth control pill in there. Let's talk about a green light. Right, guys? <laughs> but like I said, she's my fiance. We went ring shopping. We're not using birth control pills anymore. Like, uh, specifically, we went Nuva ring shopping. Like, she just replaced those pills with that Lance Armstrong bracelet she just tucks up there. You know, she limps now, but it's doing the job. Uh, <laughs> well, we're on the subject of birth control and things like that. Can we all just agree that, like, if you truly believe that life begins at birth, you don't deserve to eat cookie dough. Know what I mean? Like if the bun has to come out of the oven to be a bun, if the cookie, you get it. You guys get it. Uh, I'm from Nebraska where it's the home of my favorite billboard. Uh, this one, the Lord God made, believe it or not. He's just like, fuck the burning bush. I'm investing all my money into billboards now. This billboard rules. It says, smile, your mom's pro-life. <laughs> Signed, God. And I was like, heaven, yeah, God, my mom is way pro-life. But for being an all-knowing being, you sure weren't paying attention in the early 80s. Because I'm three of what should have been five, Lord. It's like that three-fifths compromise or something I learned about. <laughs> I've never liked that part of that joke, the three-fifths part. Um, I take the bus places. The bus is cool. Um, no, it's not. Don't pretend. I take the bus places. Recently, I was on the bus, and this homeless man, I assume he was homeless. Technically, the bus is shelter, so I don't really know, but he was homeless, and he holds up a bag of doorknobs and yells across the bus to his friend Carl, Carl, I just got a bag of doorknobs. And I'm like thinking to myself, fucking homeless guy, what's he gonna do with all these doorknobs? Then like it hit me that he was like 12 doorknobs closer to owning a home than me. <laughs> that ever happened to you guys? Like you just shame somebody and realize they're better than you? It's Besides, that guy's probably a good dude, you know? He just pieces together, like, all the parts you need to a house behind a Pinkberry somewhere. <laughs> Wants to build them up for his dead wife who died in a tornado. He's a good person. I'm the asshole. I'm the bully. Uh, as someone who is currently, like, kind of a dickhead, kind of an asshole, uh, 
I was bullied. Like, uh, I was bullied once, so I feel like I probably shouldn't be now, but, like, I get it. But, like, things worked out fun for my bully. Like, we had a, we had a good time. You'll, you'll learn. I'll tell you more about it. I won't leave you right there. Uh, my bully was, like, a dickhead to me when I was a young man. Uh, besides, like, kicking my ass and, like, trying to push, like, me into a locker. Like, I was a chubby kid. Like, I've always been, like, uh, like... 250 or so, but I haven't always been like 6'2", so just imagine this, but just shorter, thus wider. And he was fat too, but he would try to like shove me in lockers and stuff, and like I wouldn't fit. He should have known that. He couldn't fit. But like, aside from the ass-kicking type stuff, he had two great nicknames for me, uh, one of which is a classic. Maybe you've heard it. It's Cocksucker. That's funny. That's good. All right. Cocksucker's like my favorite thing though, like for the obvious reasons, but like Cocksucker's my favorite word because, like, at some point it goes from being, like, the most insulting thing you can call a 13-year-old boy to being, like, the number one thing we're all looking for in a spouse. Like, where does that happen? At what point? If you want to insult somebody, say they're bad at cocksucking. That hurts way worse. If you're not giving 110% at that, what are you, tr what are you doing with your life? Like, anyways, the other nickname, uh, we're in a, a bookstore. You guys seem literate. Uh, the nickname's Piggy. Comes from the book Lord of the Flies. Maybe you're familiar with it. Um, my bully was in my freshman English class, and we were reading that book out loud. And we came to the point where the characters in the book push a boulder onto Piggy and crush him to death. And my bully, hilarious, goes, Hey guys, don't laugh. What if we all pushed a boulder onto Cory like that? A pretty decent joke. But he was a senior in my freshman English class. He heard three other fucking people make it before him. Had he paid attention in English, maybe he'd have read about foreshadowing. Because what happened to my bully guys? Do his kids hate him? Did his wife leave him? They would have if he weren't the youngest person in Nebraska history to die of the H1N1 virus. I'm Piggy. He died of swine flu, everybody. That couldn't have worked out better for my life or this joke. You seem like a Garth Brooks crowd. Am I wrong about that? You familiar with the song, Sometimes I Thank God for Unanswered Prayers? About how if Garth's prayers in high school were answered, he'd be miserable today? Well... That song doesn't mean shit to me because I prayed for one thing in high school and that was for something bad to happen to Dan Pearson and it did. <laughs> Do you know what kind of powers I wield? You guys should have laughed way harder at that cookie dough joke. <laughs> See if you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> so me and God are on pretty sweet terms after that, believe it or not. I hold the big guy accountable, though, since we're pals, for maybe things you guys don't. Um, like that time he impregnated a 13-year-old girl without her permission. Don't worry, guys. This is his story, not mine. I didn't write that book. He did. You think he'd omit that part? She was 24. She said yes. Anyways, let's try to turn this. Let's try to make you guys laugh about this one. It's just weird to me that, like... If God was in this neighborhood, right here, right now, by Jesus Jones, he'd have to go door to door explaining to people in my old neighborhood how he's on the Colorado sex offender registry list. 
I've had people knock on my door talking about God before. That's a different turn, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't think any of you guys want God back in public schools more than me. Am I wrong about that? Like, I want him back in schools. But according to Colorado state law, he can't go within 500 feet. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day I get to go to my neighbors and explain to them how I'm on the sex offender registry list. Not because I am, cool it. It's just that, and God knew this, going door to door telling your neighbors you're on the registry of sex offenders is the only effective way to keep kids off your lawn. I've been Corey Healy, thanks guys. I feel like Damien's not quite ready for me to be done, and I feel like I've imparted some great advice on you guys. I also don't miss a fucking beat, if you didn't notice. I've imparted some decent advice on you guys, and I have one more piece before Damien takes, takes this back over. Uh, young men out there, Johnny, uh, Damien, other young men, uh, genital guy from earlier, we're gonna get to know each other soon. Uh, the size of your penis doesn't matter, okay? You get it? Like, the size of your penis just does not matter. It's all about the size of your heart. Jen, easy. There's a punchline. Allow me to redo that one. You hang tight. It's all about the size of your heart. What do you think pumps all that blood into the penis? I have been Corey Healy. Give it up for Damien Mutiny Information Cafe. Yeah, Corey Healy. That second W is mine, buddy. It's on next year. Next year it's going to be... Well, no, I'm still not going to get it next year either. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, so, uh, well, I, I'm done talking. Ben, Benjamin and Alex, do you guys want to play some songs? Will you guys play some songs about the time we uh, cried ourselves silly while watching Perks of Being the Wallflower? Oh, wait, shit, yeah. Um, be prepared to want to cut your wrist here in a minute. I'll bring you the uh, musical stylings of Sour Boy, Bitter Girl. All right, buddies, I'm just going to cut in real quick before the Sour Boy, Bitter Girl acoustic performance. Uh, just wanted to let you go know these guys. Uh, this is a small, intimate crowd. They unplugged and just did it uh, acoustic in front of the room. No microphones, no anything. This is all recorded off a Zoom H1 handy recorder set on a bar stool right next to them. And uh, it's great because you can hear, you know, again, you can still hear the sounds of the street, the people talking. It feels like a nice, intimate. Uh, basement show. Uh, we're going to be going out to the fest this year in Gainesville, Florida over the Halloween weekend. We're going to be doing a lot of intimate um, hotel room, uh, back room, house party esque versions of what you just listened to. Stay tuned for that. Thanks to Sour Boy, Bitter Girl, Corey Healy, Jen, uh, Johnny's Tattoo, um, Ratio Beer Works for the free beer. And again, thanks to Matt and Jim for letting us uh, host this out of their back room. So let's uh, take a listen to Sour Boy, Bitter Girl. And all right, buddies, we'll see you in the funny pages. Italian of refugee fighters and we stormed the plains, set them on fire, we burned entire cities. 
Seaside Puppeteer in the Mainland Nightmare, the Great Flattening. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> One. Ever makes me sad. The way the string is. 
yourself up like some gallow rat. Why do you treat yourself so, 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 so bad? I'm just waiting for the night's last ferry off of this island Try to get me back mainland The sea is my good dreams and I am sorry for mentioning I know it brings you down to see me just float off She ain't interested in my wooden job. Cause when you dance like that, it might make them laugh, but it only ever makes me sad. The way you string yourself up like some gallow rat. Why do you treat yourself so, 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 so bad?
eyes ready Nuclear waves Immeasurable earthquakes Famine, pandemic disease I always told you I always kind of want to watch it burn I'm just so glad to have you with me So goodbye Tokyo I never really knew you though I always Now there's cages everywhere that you look They're asking for travel papers Won't you put your name right here in the book I dug up grandpa's old shotgun Think I'm figuring out how it works And I'm so glad to have you with me Tokyo I never really knew you though I always hoped that maybe I would Someday Someday So long St. Petersburg This sort of seems like a When I've done nothing wrong 
I'm done trying to feel the way you think I ought to feel. But with that said, I'm sorry for everything I did. I never meant for all this shit to get so real. I'm done with people's rules and ballads floating in the bay. I'm done with dance steps and the social life parade. I'm making a cannonball, I'm cutting off the chain. I could drown or fizzle out. To me, it's all the same.
Uh, thanks for listening to us. Thanks to Damien for having us. Thanks to everyone uh, who talked and didn't talk. Um, just thanks in general. Uh, we're playing at the Lions Lair tomorrow with a drummer. And a baser. And a baser. He usually <laughs> plays bass, so he doesn't really know anything about anything other than carrying amps. So that's a bass. That's a bass playing joke. Bass playing jokes. Uh, this song's called Flowers, and it's about flowers. This is our most vacationy song. So this is a song about going on vacation with Damien. Pack up your swimsuit and your cutest boots. <laughs> Bring all your money and a few good books. And meet me at the border in an hour and a quarter. We'll run away forever for a while. Don't tell your family where we're going You can write them in a week or so and Don't tell your boyfriend that you're leaving him forever It'll only make it harder if they know don't need me and I don't need you but you sure feel new and that's good enough for now and I'll bring you flowers when you ask me to but when it's all the same to you I'd rather leave them in the ground I packed in my best suit, oh, I wanna wear it on the train. And I'll bring all my best knives just in case. And I'll meet you at the border in an hour and a quarter. We'll run away forever for a while. I won't tell no one where we're going The truth is there's no one I could tell Cause friends make like enemies when I do what pleases me And I'll see them soon enough again in hell I don't need you And you don't need me 
But you sure feel free And that's good enough for now And I'll bring you flowers When you ask me to But when it's all the same to you I'd rather leave them in the ground That love I'm sure much better than the love I will give you and Lord knows I've had love much better than any other love but loving leads to judging and I promise I'll never judge you just as long as you know when to walk away won't be leaving me you'll just be leaving and I'll call it even if you don't drag me around and I'll send you flowers when you need someone too but when it's all the same to you I'd rather leave them in the ground Is this thing still going? I hope it is. Damien, you big fat dummy. I hope you listen this far. <laughs>